What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. This week's show is brought to you by my boy Ian from Pixie Planners. I've said it before on other episodes. I'm going to say it again tonight. Ian is your go-to guy for all things vacation. Uh, he is a Disney vacation expert. He's a Universal vacation expert. He's a Disney cruise line expert. He's an other cruise line expert. He is a vacation guru, and he's the one you want. So, tis the season to buy me a vacation, or you a vacation, or someone else a vacation, or me a vacation. Um, but check him out. His link is in the description of this episode and all the other episodes. Uh, the show is also brought to you by TravisCrutcher.com. That is my space on the interwebs. That's where you can hire me to come speak. You can hire me as a coach. You can check out more things about the podcast. There's some free resources on there for you to check out. You can schedule a complimentary session. You don't have to pay me to do a coaching session. Just come to me with your issue, and we can do some breakthrough stuff and see if we can get you some clarity. Then you've got TeamHopeLifters.com. That's Jess's space. Same things there, but a little different. You can hire to come speak, uh, or you can hire to be your personal coach in fitness, right? She can get you set up with all the dietary stuff, all the supplement stuff. I mean, she is... A wizard in that thing without the beard. She shaves every morning. Um, anyway, this week we're talking about sidelines and not the, hey, mom, check me out. I'm on the sidelines watching the game. Not the cool kind of sidelines, but the sidelines where you kind of take a step back from your own life and you quit participating in the game of your life. And so we talk about some of the ways you wind up there and some of the tools to get yourself out of that spot. And Jess really brings it home towards the end. So no spoilers, but spoiler, Jess brings it home towards the end. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy the show. Bye. Hey, we're live. We're live. You almost made it. <laughs> hey, there's a couple of things. A couple of things. A couple of things that we need to white Mitsubishi this thing. Right up front. Right up front. Uh, he'll get it. Um, <laughs> number one and probably most exciting. Yes. I'm wearing a blue shirt. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. It's different. <laughs> and I. So for the people viewing, I don't want you right. to be taken aback. Like it is a blue shirt. It's still him. There's nothing wrong with your picture. It's blue. <laughs> um, and if you're listening, just try and visualize a blue shirt. Right. And that's what it looks like. It's very handsome. It matches your eyes. So I wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, it's not nearly as important. But cool <laughs> milestone that actually just happened in like the last two hours. Yes. The show hit. It's a cool thing for me because I like numbers. Yes. I like even numbers. Um, but <laughs> it's it's even. It's a whole number. Uh, <laughs> 77,000 downloads, 77,000 downloads of the show. So you guys yes. kick awesome. ass. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. so next year we're going to double it. That's the plan, yeah, right? Let's do next it. year we're going to double it. You but anyway, that, that's pretty dope. So thank you guys yes. so much. 77,000 downloads. We could not be happier yeah. this week. Yeah. Fun topic. Here we are. Here we new are. week with a new topic. Uh, we're talking about sidelines. That's the name right. of the show. And and so I will tell the genesis of this, and okay. it, it's nothing against the person who, I saw the picture, and my right. my brain goes down a crazy rabbit hole, yes. as it often does. As it does. Um, <laughs> but a friend of mine that I grew up with, he yeah. had a picture of himself standing on the sidelines right. at a at a Chiefs game, mm -hmm. right? And that's right. a big deal for him. Right. Huge Chiefs fan, so like, it's very right. cool. Right. Very cool. Yeah. He doesn't play football. No. So he wouldn't have been there, you know, right. organically. <laughs> right. So it was very cool for him. Um <laughs> And he put the picture up, and I was like, that's cool. And then my brain does what it always does and was mm -hmm. like, 
And again, not a slight to the individual. It's like, no. yeah, but you're on the fucking sidelines. <laughs> right? And so here's, and nothing against him or anybody else who loves football. Right. Um, but it's like you are watching someone else do a thing right. that you love. Yes. But you're not actually doing it. Right. <laughs> and I, in my world, it's like, what? Right. And I get it. Not everyone is a, you know, world-class performance athlete. I get it. I get it. Right. That's not what I'm saying. But just <laughs> that it triggered in me, and I hate that word, but I'm using it, like this this notion of like how often do people do that where they see someone doing the thing that they love and they want to do, but they yeah. stay stuck like the kid afraid of getting whacked with a jump rope, waiting to jump in on double dutch. Like, bitch, just jump in. Just go. Just jump That's in. Right. It's going to hit you. You're going to mess it up. Just go. Right. But it's like, it's true. Like, you know, so often people, they stand on the sidelines of their own lives watching everyone else go do the thing they love. Right. And that's really the key to it, too. It's It's that they love it. They have the desire to be doing it. They They want to make that their life right and they're not and they're not and and there's nothing holding them back except for themselves they have taken themselves out of the game sat down on the bench and they're just watching the world pass them by and and to be clear one more time this person that that made this pop into my head like they never wanted to play professional sports right right i mean that wasn't their thing they are sports fans right there are tons of things where it's like you're a fan of and you enjoy watching and when you get to have some kind of like vip experience it is exciting and that's awesome but the the train that your brain went on is but it's like how many that you love right that you want to be doing and i've been there i've been in situations where i'll use football as an example where i've been talking to someone like yeah in high school i did whatever Right. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing today? Right. right. Oh, I, I work in accounting. Like, is that what you wanted to do? Right. You're like, no, I actually got a scholarship to do whatever, but. Right. <laughs> and you know, sometimes like I blew up my knee. Okay, that sucks. Right. Yeah. But so right. That, Stuff happens. But then it's like, okay, so how did, how did we jump from the passion right. to this thing that doesn't even closely resemble? Like you couldn't have gone and become a coach. You couldn't have. Right done anything else in the world that you love how did you wind and that what happens is it breeds miserable fucking people man well to to answer the how does it happen i think a lot of times it happens in a very sneaky way yes where you're you're on track to do whatever and you're excited about whatever's happening and you know your husband and wife and you get pregnant or right. you well probably just the wife <laughs> as as the collective you're going to be having a baby oh sure you're sure in, expanding your I'm talking family like junior with schwarzenegger like <laughs> right. just to be clear <laughs> right, right right i carried all i've children. carried our children i just didn't carry our children <laughs> right. if you know what i mean but that sometimes puts things on the back burner sure. for a little bit you you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do or you change jobs or you move or you do it and you know there's there's something tragic that happens or you get a promotion and it's really great but it's not exactly the track that you were going for right. so somehow a little bit at a time you're you keep getting set back and set back and set back till pretty soon you're just on the bench and you're just watching all the stuff that you love and wanted to do and i happen. and i understand i mean we've we've experienced it in small yes parts of our lives where like okay, everything's got to wait mm-hmm. but what i don't get and something we haven't done is when it's time we don't reset to something totally new right like we reset back to the thing we're passionate about and it's like okay so so what happened where where did the disconnect get so far removed like what 
It's like did a part of your brain die? Like you just blacked <laughs> out and you forgot the shit you were excited about and the things you love to do? Yeah. I mean... I think people get sucked into the grind of life. I think, I think the alarm goes off early and you work all day and you get home and you're tired. And, and every day you lay your head on the pillow and you go, tomorrow I'm going to get up early or tomorrow I'm going to stay up a little later and I'm going to work on right. that thing. And it, it doesn't happen because one of a few reasons. Sure. You're not managing your time well. True. It's not really a priority or you're overwhelmed with where to actually start. And all of those things are fixable. Yes, they are. That's, that's like 90% of what I do right. with my clients. Uh, but, you know, like what you're saying is true. And it's not just true because I know this. It's true because people are validating the chat. Like Christy was like, yes, agreed. So you're on to it. And, and I know that, you know, over the course of our relationship, it, it definitely affected this thing affected you more than it did me. Yeah. Because I raised my right hand. I was doing the right. thing I loved. You know, I may not love being stuck in the motor pool on Mondays, but damn it, I love going to the range on right. Wednesday and I love training soldiers on Thursday. Like, so I stayed in line with my passion right. for the most part throughout the entirety of my career. And we've had this conversation on the show before where like you kind of, you kind of slipped away from you. Right. You became mom. Right. And right. Jesse kind of took a back burner. <laughs> right. Right. Because I wanted to, to do the things that would be supportive for you. Right. And I wanted, because you were really focused in your work took a lot of your time, you know, deployments and field problems and all kinds of sure. stuff. So then it's, I am solely momming, right. you know? And so it's like, you're, you're totally organizing your day around what the kids are doing, the activities around school. And so all of the stuff that you're passionate about that you want to wake up early for, it's all filled in before you get the chance to, to put in your own schedule, right. Just organically. And, and you have to force the function. And that's the thing. And I do understand life happens. Right. Right. I'm not, I'm not shitting on anyone who's busy, man, or has a right, family. Like, right. I Everybody's get it. Everybody's busy. We're, we're there. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is I remember it's been in the last few years, you yeah. know, when, when I caught you sidelining shit. Yeah. Like you're sidelining other trainers and other coaches. And yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I just really love what they're doing. Right. And I'm, lo I'm watching it. I'm like, yeah, but. You right. could do that. Like you can do that or you can do something totally different from your perspective. Right. It's going to be just as powerful. And it's and, like, oh. And by the time I was looped into you sidelining, <laughs> it was like two days later. Right. You were doing it because I'm like, fuck right. that. Go. Right. Go just do, do it. it. And I think that is that is one of the best ways to get off the sidelines. Yes. It's just to tell somebody, oh, look at this. I really admire them. Right. And, you know, ask, do you think I could do something like this? Do you think I could you know, incorporate part of what they're doing into what I'm doing. And, and you know, pick your person that you're talking to. You want somebody that's going to give you honest feedback, right. but kind, caring, yeah. considerate feedback. And and when when they're like, yeah, do it, you've got permission now. And Particularly when it's a spouse. It's interesting because we've, a, we've talked about not waiting for the universe to give you permission for things. Like, right. quit sitting around and waiting for the go-ahead. Yeah. But this also ties into a topic that we were going to discuss on another show <laughs> that it, it definitely fits here is it's okay to ask. And yes. that, this was your idea for a show. And so we're going to touch, I want to touch on a little bit here because it's okay for the individual who, who knows their sidelining a little bit to go, Hey, like, do you think it's okay if I go after this? Right. But if you're the one who sees someone sidelining themselves, like right. standing by and watching their life pass by right. and all the shit they want to do, like happen in other people's lives. Right. 
it's all right for you to ask, like, hey, uh, did you want to? Do you want to maybe do go this? do that? <laughs> did you want to try it out? Right. It, it, it's such a dumb analogy, but I'm going to use it. You and I go to dinner, and I see you eyeball on my fries. Like, right. <laughs> you want a fry? And what's the knee jerk? No, no, I'm good. No, no, I'm good. I've, I've got whatever. Bullshit. You want a fry? Heck Just yeah, I do. Take the fry. <laughs> like, it's such a dumb analogy, but it is that simple. Like, right. if someone goes, do you want it? Right. And they go, yes. Then just do it. Right. And I love it. She just said, Matt calls me all the time. That's my boy. Right? That's why. Right. But I think that's the other part of the asking. The The second step is saying, okay, so I want to do this. You see that I want to. We're in agreement. I can make this happen. How are we going to use our time right. that we have in 24 hours so that I'll have a little dedicated time for what I want to do? You have dedicated time for what you want to do. We have time as a family. I mean, it does take a lot of planning and talking and, sure. you know, I mean, we're married. We hang out together all the time. Right. We still have a weekly meeting. Right, we do. To, That's to a fact. talk about what's happening with the kids. a giant dry erase board that they can't <laughs> right. see. It's, right. it's a whole wall yeah. and that's where all these things Right, live. we talk about what's happening with the kids, what's right. happening with us, what things we want to accomplish during the week, what things are out there floating around, getting the oil changed in the car. I mean, it's it's all the things. But you know, it, that it boils back down, this particular thing boils back down to, and whether you're married in a relationship and a partner, whatever it is, or if you're just by yourself, right. like you have to intentionally have a, a mental meeting or an in-person right. meeting. Like you have to on purpose go, here's what needs to get done. Here's when I'm going to make it happen. Right. And man, there's so many topics that we've discussed in the past that, that yeah. lead to sidelining shit. It's the shiny things, right? Yeah. It's the never-ending stack of laundry. Like, right. it's going to be there tomorrow to fuck with you. Yeah. Just do the thing you got to do right now, right? <laughs> right, right. It's never going to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things, I think, the further away from it you get, the harder it seems like, well, because now all of your excuses come out of your face as your reasons. Right. Right? Right. You, you're... You're making them more valid because you've decided it's not an excuse. Right. It's the reason that you can't do whatever. Right. Be, because I want to be a good mom. Because sure. I want to be a good wife. Because I want to be a good employee or a good but, friend or whatever. But the crazy part is, is you're going to be better at all those things when yes. you start doing the stuff that makes you feel really good. That you fills know, your cup. We were. I was interviewed for a, another podcast yes, uh, this week. I won't say anything. All the details will be coming out Thursday. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, but it was a good one. Yeah. It was a good interview. Really exciting. And to your point about being better, um, a story came up of Levi and I at Disney World. Yeah. And it was just this last time we went, and we were walking along, and he was like, Dad, things are so much better now. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no shit. We're in Disney World. <laughs> like, there's palm trees, and that's a giant Nemo statue. <laughs> right. But he was like, no. He's like, not just that. Not just the money side of things. Not, but... And not just that I'm around more, but, like, I'm a better me now. Right. Like, I'm a better me because I'm in line with my passion. And same with you. Like, we talked about this. When you first got into coaching and training and all that stuff, yeah. like, you're a better version of you. Like, I, we had a conversation about it. I was like, you, I need Jesse back. Yeah. I married Jesse. Right. I didn't marry mom. Right. I didn't marry, <laughs> right. you know. Which is a whole other show, but it's really true. It's like. You do. When you get on the sidelines, you start to just blend in right. with the rest of the crowd right. that's there. Everyone else is wearing red. Right. <laughs> right. We're all here cheering in the same direction, and we're all excited for these people that are doing it. But when you step out, and it's your turn on the field, or you just step into the spotlight because, dang it, you're going to take it. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, something 
happens and you just get to be you. And it's, sometimes it's terrifying because that you exactly. has been yes. sitting on the bench and you feel a little shaky and a little stiff. A little rusty. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't want to, you know, light out in about 20 years, exactly. but my gloves don't have sticky on them anymore. Hand sanitizer. Right. But but you're, you're right. It's it's like any of those things, you know, but football would be a, a huge right. glaring example. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to go get smashed by these giants. Right. Like, I haven't done that in a while. But, it's, but that's how you feel. Yeah. In anything, you feel like you're about to go out there in front of thousands of people and get your ass handed to you by giants. Right. <laughs> and the reality is, like, let's be real. You might. You might. But do you love it less? Right. No? It doesn't change. Then go out there and keep, keep getting smashed until you don't. Right. And and that, I mean, really, it's a perfect example. With, like with Levi. Right. He's broken his wrist. Yes. He's, I mean, he's had all kinds of... Child 16. He's yeah. gotten rocked. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's had cleats into his thigh he's had you know i mean all kinds of stuff but it is worth it it is worth it to him to go out there and come home he played like two plays with a broken wrist (laughs) yeah because he he wanted to finish the drive right he didn't didn't want to get pulled yet he's he's got a lot of his mom he's got his dad psycho in him (laughs) But, but there is a passion there that the pain the frustration the embarrassment the you know whatever is not going to snuff it out I, I have to acknowledge it because you know how I feel about this. Yeah. So Chrissy just said, and old. And old. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. You see me. You know me. You've known me for years. Bullshit. Okay? It's nonsense. It is nonsense. Freaking Schwarzenegger's in his 70s. I don't want to hear it. That's right. You're never, never too, too old. old. Never You're too old. never too old, dude. Right. Your Your people at your age in your tribe there are people who are looking for you yes to identify with that's someone that's just like me they're on the same age they have the same because here's the deal setup age in their life. age only benefits you in <laughs> right. so many ways yeah. like i say to my clients all the time <laughs> your experience is your expertise yeah so you've just tagged on like 10 15 more years of right. experience so when junior's like this don't you like look hot shot i've been on this rodeo right. for a long time i'm telling you this is the way it is right let me quantify like, some of this stuff there like. is a lot of like show you know authority just because you've been on the planet longer like right. you've survived longer right you know right. <laughs> you and gravity have been slugging it out longer than that that's person right. that's right and so to, to you know for me to say oh you're too old like dude I'm 39, right. and I know I look better than a lot of 29-year-olds with my shirt off. I know that. These are facts. It's true, okay? It's got nothing. It's age, no. Drive. How bad do you fucking want it? Right. 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 Exactly. You, you just have to go after it. I think, you know, like in, in, my, in my world with my clients, when I'm trying to hype them up and stuff, we talk about being the star in their own movie. Right. Like... You know, it's the same kind of thing as stepping off the sidelines. Like, quit playing the secondary part, you know, (laughs) girl in cloak, (laughs) you know, like, take the cloak off and get out there in the spotlight. And and a lot of it, look, like, we live in a culture that, you know, just celebrity, 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 we, hundreds of thousands of people watch other people get awards for movies that they weren't in. Like, dude. They weren't. They were weren't even being them. They were pretending. Right. You're you're watching someone get an award for doing what my kids do for free. Right. Using their imagination and pretending. Like, go do the damn thing for real. Go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Get out there and do it. 
Um, but yeah, you know, it was just one of those things like most of our topics are like a thing we see or yeah. something we hear and it's like, oh. Right. And we have some little conversation. It starts to spiral into something a little bit different. And then and, like, and the, oh. the reason that they that they always hit us the way they do is like some of this stuff like and I'm not being funny, like it fucking hurts my heart. Yeah. I hate to think that there are people not in line with their passion, not living a life that makes them like really fucking happy to get up right. and go do this shit. Right. Like my boy Roy just dropped in the chat. I love Roy. I have loved Roy since I met him. <laughs> and that dude is, he will find him in any fucking situation. I, we have been in some austere environments right. together <laughs> under the worst possible circumstances. Yeah. And damn it. Roy was showing up to the party, dude. It didn't matter what was going on. He was him, and he was loving his life. It, being shot at and blown up, he's like, what's up, fuckers? Like, that is what I'm talking about. Right. He never lived on the sidelines of his own life. He was present, and he was in it, and he loved it. Right. right. And that's all I'm saying. You don't have to go catch the football. You don't have to win the right. Oscar. Right. But love what you're doing when you're doing it, man. Right. right. And And that's... I think that's the other thing, too. It's like when you're living on the sidelines, you start to have this kind of hopelessness that takes over because it's just the game is happening and it and it's going on without you. Right. And and it's you start to feel like, well, you know, even if I raise my hand to tag in, I, no, they're not going to tag me. And so then you then eventually you're not raising your hand anymore. Right. And you just you're just like the Homer Simpson being back into the bushes and Dude, nobody knows you're there. I remember the first year. That I coached Levi playing football. Yeah. This is perfect because we had to get him in for so many plays, yeah. right? And not him, but just everyone on the team. Right. And I remember sending kids in and they're like, but coach, they're going to send me back. I'm like, just go in. Just They've go. got to send someone back out. You just don't come back out. Right. They're not raising their hand. They're just running in there to play. Right. And no one stopped them. Right. No one stopped them. <laughs> so this is me, your coach, giving you permission to just run the fuck on out just on the field and just go. <laughs> Just go. That's right. They're not going to stop you. They're going to be like, how many, we, how many have? You go back. Right. No, I can't go back. No? Okay, go. They don't have time. They don't have time <laughs> right. to argue with you. Exactly. Stay out there and get the play. Exactly. All right. <laughs> weird weird throwback. But yeah. Uh, do you have anything to add? It's not just mindless banter, which we can do ad nauseum. Right. We are good at that. We are. Um, but I think if you want to find find the hope, go to, go to the, the time when you remember... Being like, this yes. is great. I love what I'm doing, or I love how I feel, or I love. Take inventory of what it is that you're doing, where you're going, who you're around, and make it happen again. Right. You know, find, figure out a way to recreate in your life currently the things that were making you happy before. It's, I, that is exactly. I mean, that's kind of my story. As I woke yeah. up one day and I was like, "Man, I don't recognize me anymore," and. You know, what are the things that I was doing before when I had, when I felt like I was really full of life? Right. And so I made the list and I was like, oh, I can work out. I can go to church. I can, you know, yeah. eat better. I can like make fun plans with my husband. Yes. You know? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and, and that it was like really, really simple, but all of those things had gotten pushed away right. because babies and there's work to do and there's places to go. And so find the Find where you were when you were happy. Get yourself just a big old heart full of hope. Right. <laughs> and make that list and do those things. Yep. Things will change. They will. It's, you know, <laughs> last dumb analogy I'll throw out. It's like when your computer starts acting wonky. Right. <laughs> 
and you're like, I need to reset back to yes. a known save point. Exactly. Back to when shit was working well. Exactly. And it's the, and you'll go like for Windows folks, I feel for you. But <laughs> you'd go back through that file and like, no, not that date. Shit was weird then. No, right. not that one. <laughs> uh, oh, that one. Yeah. Things yeah. were working really well then. Right. And you'll click that file yeah. and then your computer restarts and oh everything works again. Yeah. It's the same thing. You gotta dump a lot of old files, right. you gotta let go of some shit you don't use anymore. Yeah. But you're going to get back to a place where you were happy. Now carry that forward right. into right. what's next. That's right. And then stand up off that bench. Get off the sidelines. Right. Get in the game. Oh, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you close it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks. There you have it. That was the show. Anyway, like we said up top, uh, Jess really brought it together at the end, right? Like her, her reset points and all that stuff, like it was spot on. And she's absolutely right. You know, like try to tie it in and maybe like jump in on some of her magic juice a little bit with the, the whole computer analogy. But that's really what we're talking about. Like, when were you happy? What were the things you were doing when you were happy? Who were the type of people you were around when you were happy? And maybe try and reinvent that in your world. Not not saying dump everybody you're around now, but, like, find that joy again and start living it. Because, man, you only get one shot, right? It's a, it's a short ride if you really start mathing it out. So make the most of every day and do what makes you happy and drive yourself towards playing the game and not staying on the sidelines. Anyway, that was the show, and we'll talk to you guys next time.